You're listening to Terry Luke from Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan. Let's go right to the phone and joining us. I think we got. I think I got hung up on Terry. Oh, there we are. I'm here. You are here. Yeah. Hey, Terry. Thanks for working me in. I know you're on another tough work assignment with a fishing pole. Well, I'm, you know, I'm up here in northern Minnesota. Um, it's my job for my listeners that I go and check out all these places. You don't think I get any personal pleasure from doing this, do you? That's what you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my friend, I heard some exciting news. Something about the road out of Colorado Clays. Terry, long-awaited, uh, thanks to our great partnership with Parks and Wildlife, the driveway into Colorado Clays is now paved. It is smooth. It's beautiful. Uh, so many people have been waiting for that, and, uh, man, just come enjoy it. It's a smooth ride in now. Does that mean I don't have to put a mouthpiece in anymore when I drive that road to keep my teeth from chattering? Right. I don't have to keep track of hubcaps either, Terry. <laughs> No, you know what? It's always been worth the drive, and I know you guys have labored intensively over the years to keep that road as passable as it can be. And because of the quality of your your facility, people have put up with it. But this is a blessing, my friend. Yeah, it's big news, Terry. It's been our number one complaint for some time. We've always done our best to maintain it, um, but we uh, we finally we got this great partnership, and things are really happening good out of it. All right. Well, you know, another thing, uh, another big event at Colorado Clays every year, and that's the casting clays, and you just had that. How did the event go? Well, Terry, last Sunday was an absolute soggy mess. Uh, worst weather ever by far for casting clays. But even knowing that, 54 of the 62 registered showed up to do battle on the water and at the range for the best combination fishing and shirt, uh, shooting tournament around and as always it's the best it can be because of all of our longtime sponsors uh they were all in again this year terry top prize money came from transwest gmc big payouts tons of prizes and family categories sponsored by cabela's and bass pro shops guarantee electric a great company. They jumped on board this year and added, added money and prizes to all of the family categories, Terry. So we we're able to pull, play, or pay multiple places for parent, child categories, co-ed categories, brothers, kids, and so much more. And by the way, keep your ears out. Guarantee Electric will be having the Clays for Kids uh, fundraiser for Children's Hospital coming up. Uh, Tightline Outdoors, as usual, a bunch of great prizes. And Terry, Michelle at Bar Lake was amazing, as always. Uh, her and her crew were literally shuttling people from the boat ramp to their vehicles so we could get out of the rain and uh, get checked out quicker at the lake. And, Terry, it was a battle to the end. So our top three teams came off the lake with the following fishing scores. Number one, Tony and Suzanne Nance had seven walleye for 152 and 6H fishing points, or inches. Uh, Tucker Ratliff and Bruce Hoger came out with eight trout and one wiper for a total of 136 and 2H points. Uh, and by the way, they had a 24 and 5H inch wiper that was big fish of the day. Uh, Bo Campbell and Scott Wilson came off with eight trout and one wiper for 133 and 4 8 uh, point fishing score. Now, 
We had lunch, did all that, went out in the rain again to shoot, and after the sporting clays portion, the standings changed as Tucker and Bruce were actually able to shoot their way from a 16-point fishing deficit to a six-point overall lead to take home the Colorado Clays, Cass and Clays Grand Champion honors. Tony and Suzanne uh, landed second and also took the co-ed category, and Bo and Scott were able to hold off the fourth-place people to uh, land and keep their third-place position. So, Terry, it was an amazing day, a real battle, but just so much fun for everyone. And uh, keep it on your calendar next year, folks, June 2nd. Right, and, you know, the, there aren't very many openings every year in this tournament, but there's always a few people because of work or travel schedules can't participate. And so there's always a few, and we'll start talking about it in April or May next year. But, Mark, when is the date next year? It's always the first full weekend in June, right? Yeah, June 2nd. Oh, wow, it's going to be early next year. That's going to be awesome. Okay, yeah. I want to transition and to talk about something else. You and I have been trying to give some really good shooting tips over the air, and we're going to try that again in a few weeks. We'll go through different types. You know, we've gone in the past where we've talked about gun selection and different types of ammunition, but the last few weeks we've been talking about personal tips on mistakes or problems that people run into, and we talked about things like follow-through and sight picture, trigger, dominant eye, and you've actually got some great results of people who were listening and came in. Tell us about that. Well, and you're right, Terry. We've been talking about common issues that plague many shooters and learning to identify them and some possible solutions. But sometimes it's good to hear success stories because of our discussions. Uh, first, I've had several of our listeners come to Colorado Clays and ask me to further explain some of the information we put out and help them identify and correct those particular to them. And we did quite a bit of work on eye dominance, lots of folks coming in asking about that, and of course just shooting mechanics with several people. And uh, we were able to offer um, times, uh, excuse me, offered times achieve, oftentimes achieve <clears throat> immediate results. One very recent story that adds merit to the validity of the drills we've been preaching, Terry, came at the state high school trap shooting tournament last week here at Colorado Clays. Uh, a couple months ago, a young man and his father approached me for a shooting lesson. And after we patterned the gun to verify that uh, point of aim and impact that we always talk about, we went to the trap range. The kid had great form. He had great eyes and good reflexes. And all I saw was a slight stance adjustment and some follow-through issues. We worked on those, and I gave him some drills to practice. At the state shoot, I was standing out there in a crowd of people. A man came to me and shook my hand and thanked me for working with his son. I uh, didn't necessarily recognize him. Well, the kid came up. I did. Terry, he went on from shooting mediocre to actually winning the junior varsity uh, state championship, um, just overdoing some of the drills we've been talking about. So uh, these things are real. They do work, and uh, we love helping folks with them here at Colorado Clays. Well, then you talked also, you had people come in about the eye dominance thing. I, I, I've had people come up to me even and say, 
I never realized about having a dominant eye. And, you know, I guess you and I think about it as second nature, mostly because we shoot more than most people, but also because I do have a dominant left eye and I shoot right-handed, so I totally understand what goes on with that and how to correct it. But a lot of people don't even know about the dominant eye and what a difference it can make in your shooting. Yeah, Terry, and, you know, really the first thing is just identify your your dominant eye number one and then realize that it can have a huge impact on your ability to shoot but that is also very correctable and uh, there's many ways of doing that the first step though is to do a do an eye dominance exercise or drill to identify the dominant eye there's several ways of doing it they're very simple i'm always glad to help people do that once you found your dominant eye uh, and particularly if you're shooting with the other hand, meaning a right-eye dominant, left-hand combination, uh, there's several approaches, and we've talked about that, either changing which hand you shoot with. Most people, that's too awkward for. Some people need to shut an eye to use the non-dominant eye. Some people can't shut their dominant eye, so we have to actually cover their glasses or make adjustments to their sight picture with the dominant eye. So there's so many things that come into play and so many corrections for it, but the number one thing, if you're struggling, is to make sure you know if that's your issue and get on it. Well, or you could be like me and just miss and have an excuse. (laughs) Right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, before I before I do let you go today, I've been you know you've been talking about me on my trip up here in northern Minnesota. Been seeing some pictures from you, and my phone hasn't rung too often. Well, Terry, you're always on assignment anymore, so um, just saving myself some uh, uh, leaving messages. <laughs> you have been getting out there, and you do. You know, that's another thing. If people come out, they can really get you distracted. All they have to do is talk fishing. Yeah, just mentioned fishing, and that's going to take up a little bit of time in itself. And, Terry, yeah, there is some good bites going on. So if you ever come back home, uh, we'll have to talk about those. All right. So if people are coming out to Colorado Clays, how would they find you? And Or if they want to just find out more about you, where do they go? Well, coloradoclays.com, of course. Look at the website. Check out the virtual tour. Um, check our hours, events, everything on there. Just give us a call, 303-659-7117, and we can tell you anything you need to know. But, Terry, number one, just uh, uh, lop out a little bit of time, take a short drive, and come see us here at Colorado Clays. And drive on that new paved road. Yes, sir. All right. All right, my friend. We'll talk to you again soon. Okay. Thank you, Terry. You bet. JR from uh, Colorado Clays. That was a great resource. And, you know, we talk about correcting things here, shooting-wise, on the air. But I'll tell you what, if you go out there, they have they have trap, skeet, wobble trap, sporting clays, and rifle and pistol range. And they have their patterning board, which is so important. If you go out there, first of all, there's no commitment, and you don't have to be a member. Just go out, look around, ask about the facility. But if you do decide to do some shooting, there's resources there that can correct the mistakes so quickly. You know, there's two things that are always bad in any activity. One is not having the knowledge to help you get better, or the other one is practicing bad habits. And somebody else watching you, especially in shooting, will really help keep you from practicing bad habits. 
We're going to take a quick time out, and we come back. we got a few things we want to tell you. We'll wrap up this week's edition of Terry Wisham Outdoors, um, presented by Jack's Outdoor Gear and 104.3 The Fan. <laughs> 